Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to hear from them about a meaningful video game from a particular moment in their life. On the show, you'll know, we talk to this guest as much about what made playing the game fun, memorable, and special for them as we will uh, dive into the context of when they had this connection with the game uh, at all. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping up top is that we're going to have links to a bunch of stuff in the show notes. So anything I shout out, you can just click a link and follow that. Um, we're on Instagram and Twitter, so you can follow both of our social media accounts there to see what episodes we have coming out every Wednesday. Uh, learn about our guest and how you can support them. And also uh, see the cool art that I make for every episode. You can also uh, support the show a few different ways. Uh, if you like the show, you can leave a rating and review wherever you get your shows. Um, but if you do that on Apple Podcasts, that's the only place I can see your review. Uh, but I'll read it on the show if you leave a positive review. Uh, uh, and make, let's make it five stars, folks. Um, we did have a really funny I'm – I'm breaking out of my housekeeping thing. Um, we did have a uh, – I have only had five-star reviews on this podcast until recently – we had someone leave a <laughs> leave a review that was one star and it and all it said was woke groomers period enough said and <laughs> all i could do was really to laugh fair, about that enough was said <laughs> yes you know what you did Still say you enough know. yeah um and then we actually had a, a had a really positive one that i guess while i'm while i'm here i may as well uh uh, uh pull it up um you know could have had this ready uh, before we did this. Um, but, but then anyway. how would it be so exciting? You know, this is... Uh, yes. It's like you're here with us, folks. Yes, listener, don't you just feel a part of this now? Um, oh, okay, I found it. So uh, by the the user, uh, Jackie Baby, oh yeah, says, so funny. And then I love this podcast. It's super nostalgic and just incredibly funny. I love Connor. Wow, Jackie Baby, oh yeah. Thank oh you gosh. so much. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you leave a review for the show, anybody out there, it helps more people find us. So, uh, and I'd like that to happen. So if you have the time, feel free to do that wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also support the show by sharing it with a friend, whether they love video games in general or the game that our guest has brought on to discuss for the main event today. We have a Discord for not just Call Me By Your Game, but our whole network of shows at Super NPC Radio. You can click a link in the show notes if you'd like to join a friendly, a really fun, respectful time over there to talk about all the shows on our network and much more. And lastly, is that we're over on Patreon. Uh, we're at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. And if you don't know what Patreon is, it's uh, it's a place where we have a bunch of bonus podcasts from super NPC radio. So if you like me and you like the creators of the other shows on our network, you're going to like a lot of what we find, what we have over there. So it's basically a way to support us. Uh, and we release uh, at the $10 DJ toad tier three bonus podcasts a week, including our current running Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow Games Club, which I am having way too much fun with where we're going through those games in a book club format. Uh, there's new episodes every Friday. So yeah, check us out there. That'll do it for the housekeeping. And I can finally introduce our guest, who you may have already heard on the show. Please <laughs> welcome to the microphone, actor, writer, improviser, and improv teacher at the UCB Theater and World's Greatest Improv School, Sarah Claspel. Hi. Thanks for having me, Connor. You are so welcome. Uh, uh, glad to see you here. I know we got to catch up a little before the show, but how are you doing? I'm good. Um, I uh, Knowing that I would be on this podcast, I've been playing 
too much of my game. Yes. Um, stayed up in, until like one one thirty in the morning last night because I could not stop. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> other than that, I'm doing excellent. How are you, Connor? I'm doing great, and I, I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, truly, anytime I can, um, I wouldn't say trick, but can maybe confuse <laughs> someone into uh you know really igniting an addiction to a game or just like playing a game in general i, I feel very proud about that so i'm glad this worked <laughs> out for me i guess sarah i i'm glad that uh, to facilitate it working out for you um, thank you thank i you. um i uh, we'll get into it we'll get into it with this game it's a it's an absolute love hate relationship I can't wait. I'm really excited. I don't think I've had someone describe a game on the show that they've brought on as that. So, boy, can I not wait to get into it. Um, but let's uh let's uh we'll we'll get the guest a little more familiar with you and then how we know each other. Um, like I always do on the show, I'll and in with most of my guests, the way I know you is through the Los Angeles uh improv comedy scene, specifically at the UCB Theater. Um, and I'm I know that I had seen you perform for at least a few years before we met, but I'm pretty sure we met when you became the coach of uh, Busters, our mess hall team, uh, for the yeah. when we started. That was, um, yeah, I, I'm certain we'd met beforehand, but yeah, I, we may have. Um, who could know? Um, but yeah, we've <laughs> been like in in each other's uh, realms in in a, in a vicinity <laughs> yes yeah on the same playing board i'm trying to relate this to games hey in, and in you know same, what i love the effort whatever it is um <laughs> extended universe um as each other for a long time but yeah then i started coaching busters an incredible team thank um, you um super fun um we've yeah. had a and then we became pals yes yes then we look at I that you spin a a coach, uh, 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 I was about to say mentee, a coach student relationship into a real friendship, and here we are. Yeah. Also, you um you wrote and directed a uh, short film, and you cast me in it. Yes. Um, it's not that, that I forget that that happened, but I did. I was thinking about it today in anticipation of you coming on. Was like, oh yeah, like you were one of three technically four of us actors because carl tart did do voice acting for that movie as your husband in the film uh but so it's the it's but it's just four of us and that was so much fun and i know it was i mean coming up on six years ago since we did that but thanks for doing it you were Jeez. great in that oh yeah i loved it it was um really funny it was, it was fun to, to work with you and steve um and the whole crew was great um yeah. great script Everybody check it out. Well, what's it called? It's called it no, it's sometimes I forget too. It's called Dave and Bruce. I believe Yes, I was like Bruce and something. Yes. And I I believe there's a it's either on YouTube or Vimeo. Gosh, it's been so long. I'll have to uh I'll have to look it up and um and put a link in the show notes for people cuz they're just going to be clamoring to see it. Oh my god. Listen, Connor's in it, but you might not recognize him. <laughs> yes. You see on your podcast now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Gosh. Uh, yeah, that was so much fun. I mean, and I've, of course, you know, I had seen you perform with at least Cardinal Redbird for years. Did you also, I feel like I had also seen you do sketch. Were you, do, did you ever do 
act in Mon yeah. Knight at UCB too in LA? I was, yeah, I did uh, Mon Knight for uh, years in New York, which you would not have seen me in. But then yeah. uh, when I moved to LA, I was on an all uh, ladies uh, mod team. Uh, yes. I mean, it was a mod team that featured all women uh, called mm-hmm. The Get Go. The Get Go. I, I, I'm pretty sure I remember one sketch that you all did, and I'm so sorry if this is another team, but I think it was you. Um, I saw it at sunset, and it's just, the premise is basically everyone is one upping each other with tips at like lunch or brunch or something like that. Was that you? Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that was so a, funny. Yeah. Um, God, I can't, I can't remember all of the fun details of it, but um, yeah, there was a very specific. Br- we, you know. Uh, brunch is a great subject for any sketch, but um, yes. yeah, one upping each other. And I think, um, I believe Jess Jarden ended up leaving a fart, was <laughs> I think not the concluding line, yes. may have been. Um, but it was, uh, wow. <laughs> it was great. That's great. I, yeah, as soon as I mean, I had that figment of memory in my mind, and I'm glad you could help me connect the dots. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I may have actually been in like Beth's 301 sketch, like right as she became AD. That may have been when I saw you, or it could have been before. But um, anyway, you're a fantastic actor, writer, uh, improviser. Um, what do you? Is there anything else you want to share with the listener about who you are? Anything you have going on? Uh, feel free. Oh my gosh. Um. Uh, yeah. As you said, I, I teach. I teach improv as well. I um. I teach and co-run uh, the world's greatest improv school with Will Hines and Jim Woods, which is very fun. Um, I'm a cat owner, um, yeah. which is um, honestly my biggest uh, identification of myself. <laughs> is that a weird way to say it? I <laughs> um, like how you put uh, it. I'm a, yes, my identification of myself is cat <laughs> owner um, and lover. Love cats. Mm. I was telling Connor I'm uh, currently fostering two very adorable kittens but foster is in quotations because i uh i would be very surprised if we don't keep these little little friends forever yes uh that's so exciting what so they're they're little little gray silver looking buddies what kind of cat is that because i i I don't have a clue (laughs) um they're because they're in their litter uh, they're yeah they're like almost Siamese but they've got stripes and Mm. like spots kind of they're like a little uh white and gray uh but also in the litter were some uh some like just tabby cats uh, regular striped cats and an orange cat so interesting I think they are um like many of us just a mix of a lot of things yeah and isn't that just what the makes the world go around oh you know just a little bit of everything great yeah (laughs) I love that well Huge congrats um, to you. Uh, uh, before we introduce your game, is there anything else you wanted to share about yourself? Or did we get to do it? I, I Let's get to it. Okay, get cool. Games, well, well, hey, um, Sarah, would you do me a favor uh, and uh, tell everybody what you brought on today and call me by your game? You can call me Sid Meier's Civilization Five, my friends. That's the game I brought on today. Gorgeous. Uh, and I do love that you've already peppered in some uh, like a bit of foreshadowing for us and some stuff that we're going to get into <laughs> later. Um, 
I really should have just said the name of it. People see the the title of yeah. the episode. They know what game we're talking about. I was like, why am I being so coy? You know what? Um, I think you I were to... just being a consummate guest on a show because I made such a big deal about how, hey, at this point, we're going to introduce it. So it's probably you <laughs> taking a cue from me. Um, I but I felt it yeah. too earlier. I was like, oh, I could have just said it. <laughs> But it's exciting now. It's exciting. It's the big reveal. Did yes. they, um, is this an April Fool's episode where yes. um, halfway through, we're like, just kidding. It's yeah. um, it's Fortnite again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's uh, funny. I did think. I imagine like, you've done Fortnite a number of times. I actually haven't had anyone come on to discuss hmm. Fortnite. I think, I know that a lot of people love it. And I have friends who like it too. I would assume it's because most games that are brought on because that one is still pretty dang new most games are from uh-huh. i mean they're always from the past but most of them are less from recent past and more distant like a lot of childhood stuff on this i know not everything including this right. one's not going to be that but uh um someday i have thought too mm-hmm. one i did a really weird well actually i was about to like spoil okay it's very obvious there's one episode i did <laughs> in 2021 where I interviewed uh, Kermit the Frog on this show. And Kermit the Frog uh, brought on Dr. Mario to talk about because he had been gifted uh, a Nintendo Entertainment (laughs) System at some, like, I want to say, like, a rap party, and that came with it. And he ended up playing that when Jim Henson was, like, really sick and ended up passing away, and it was sort of like a coping mechanism also. Um but uh, I thought about trying to have a guest on like Kermit again, and and I and then April first came and went, and I was like, well, I guess I'll do it in June again, like I did before, or something like that. Sure, you yeah. gotta get. Um, I have so many questions, and I'll just listen to the episode to figure it out. <laughs> feel free, <laughs> feel free to already know. Yes, feel but, free to ask um, anytime yeah. too. When you had Kermit the Frog on, um, yes, of a huge Dr. episode, Mario, great game too. Great game. Um, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, um, let's get into your just general history with video games, and we'll save all the Civ mm-hmm. stuff for the back half of the show. Um, when did right. you take like a first interest in video games in your life? Do you remember when that happened, or was it just were they around? They were kind of just around. I remember mm-hmm. getting like the uh, Super Nintendo. Yes, um, wow. I remember get, getting that like. 1000 years ago um <laughs> and getting yeah like super mario brothers and donkey kong mm. um oh what else did we have we had like some oh we had um uh robin hood prince of thieves incredible <laughs> a great game um i oh and um the lion king which was oh a, yes a, a classic fun, but too hard game um yeah. Yeah, so I, I got those as uh, uh, Nintendo early on, mm. and have always liked games. But I um I I think my uh I love games, but I've never really really in- until fairly recently um considered myself a gamer just yeah. because I to me defined games as like games are the games that boys play <laughs> the yes, games yeah. where you're shooting a bunch of people and you've got to be good at that stuff and to me I feel like um my my complaint has always been like I didn't grow up playing those like first shooter games and so I'm never ever going to be like Fortnite um I yes. I have a little brother who's like 12 years old 
I love watching him play. And uh -huh. mostly when he plays, I tell I'm like, let's build a house. Um, and he will for me because he's a very nice, accommodating uh -huh. boy. <laughs> but um, there's things like that where I'm like, oh, it's cool to watch people play. Um, but I uh, it, it, it was always just a little frustrating for me being like, I, I never developed the hand-eye coordination. So yes. didn't get into like those those big games. And at this point, I never will. Yeah. Um, but it's a learning I do curve. play a ton of, it's truly, yeah. Cause there's stuff that you, I assume uh, have played all sorts of different games, mm -hmm. but like someone who's been playing those first shooter sorts of games forever could pick up a game that comes out now and be like, okay, well the controls might be different, but I can understand. And me, I'd be like, okay, can I start with like four buttons and then yes. <laughs> And we'll figure it out from there. Yeah, it's like a language. Uh, we've I've talked to a number of guests, I think both on and off the show, about just this this idea. And you're really on to something. Um, it it that second stick of not just controlling where the character moves, but then what controlling the camera as well. Unless mm -hmm. you grew up with it or have the patience and time to like really sit down and do it, it is it's like learning to walk in a way. Um, so oh, it's, yeah. it's a challenge. So I don't, I I'm with you on that one. <laughs> but that said, um, I do think of myself as a gamer, just as a person who plays games a lot. Yeah. I've played Sims for, for many, many years. Awesome. Um, Animal Crossing. I'm huge mm. on, I play lots of games on my phone. Um, Dominations is, I don't know if anyone plays that, but it's great. Big fan. Can um, you tell me about Dominations? Dominations. Great. Um, I, uh, you like build out a city, um, mm -hmm. and you can attack other people, um, online. Um, okay. You can join, you can join like a, uh, a guild of people and mm. then, uh, you earn points and stuff. I don't know, but you're, you're like upgrading and it's just a fun, simple little thing uh, that is not, it's a little bit of like upgrading and okay, now I need to like get, you know, bigger weapons and, uh, better, <laughs> roads and whatever <laughs> but you also get the fun of um i don't know like uh not just like okay attack and then you press a button and then it does it but mm -hmm. you have making the decisions of like okay how many tanks am i going to train oh and, sure uh, where am, are we attacking from this um, feels like so yeah an... that is oh i was gonna oh, say go i'm sorry about that uh i was gonna say that uh i haven't played a sieve but this feels like it scratches an itch similar to that if I may oh, guess. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah. There is definitely like a, uh, there's uh, that game uh, that I, uh, that does scratch a sieve itch. Huh. And there's also a, a game that I, <laughs> every time I download it, I have to delete it eventually <laughs> because it has the addicting part of yes. civilization for me. It's called Polytopia. Mm. Um, and it is the same sort of thing of like, okay, um, build a city and then build out your, uh, army and attack other people and harvest fruit <laughs> yeah like that but yeah it is so much like civilization 5 which we will get into later it is um i regularly every i only download it when i'm like oh my gosh i finished work and i have nothing to do for two days yes. um and i've watched all my shows and i don't i have like no obligations all i want to do is like sit on the couch mm -hmm. that is a, a perfect download time because otherwise i get nothing done and i'm yes. up all night <laughs> playing this so stupid game 
Yeah, that's that's really fun though. I can I can I ask you? I know we're getting through your history a little bit, but uh, can sure. I ask you a question? And then I may have a little bonus rec for you. Okay. So the question is: Are you a fan of this? Is I could have just asked you instead of asking you to do this. Do you like uh, Catan at all? I do. We, okay. Cool. Um, uh, we I would say Catan is like a an intro. We're a big board game house. Uh, oh, we love games cool. I had a. Yeah, fi- I don't uh, know why. I just. I don't think I've even seen you seen you post about board games, but I just had an uh, an inkling that that could be the case. So that's great. Oh yeah, he, we. Uh, me and my husband have like. Uh, we have a, you know those like a tall, skinny IKEA bookshelves that kind of everybody has. And um, upon graduating college, and now I do like many years later, yes. <laughs> we've got one that's full of books, and the other one that is absolutely full of like seventy five board games. Oh, that's so, fun. Yeah, Catan is is uh, like the intro to like okay uh we like Catan but now we like we like a lot more stuff yes let's get some more mechanics in here more systems Mm -hmm. um that's fun do you have um has there been a board game you've played recently because honest we've had well I'll say something first one is that um uh last year the year before Meg Joe came on to talk about the Catan mobile game so like what I consider what I'm like okay with people bringing on is anything that's as long as it's like a digital game, even if it's literally a board game version, uh, that's cool by me. Um, that's why I wanted to ask. Uh, so it's out there if you'd like it. But do you have a board game you've played recently that um, – like a, one that's new for you that you've really enjoyed? Oh, a new one um, that I really enjoyed. Um, there's a – I'm scanning my my board game yeah. shelf right now. Um, there's a bunch of – uh here let me think we here's one that is not super new but it is um uh within the past few years we um during the pandemic we like rented it from our our local board game cafe that is since unfortunately closed but um uh i know it's a real bummer Bummer. it's called game house it was the absolute best i think but they were oh have you think i I was just this is on i don't need to interrupt for this but i think rachel van ness (laughs) uh used to go there or something like that yes Yes, okay. we've we've uh, me and Rachel have definitely talked about board games. So okay, cool, cool, cool. Sure. Sorry, <laughs> no worries. Um, but uh, a board game we rented and then eventually rented and played again. It's called The Quacks of Quedlinburg. <laughs> okay, um, and I'm it in. is my favorite game. Um, <laughs> you are playing like um, potion masters, so like quack Ooh. in like your you know like a false doctor or whatever. Okay, um, but you're making potions and. It is my it is one of my favorite types of games that is like a little bit of strategy and a little bit of press your luck and a little bit of just like because I I hate a game that is all strategy yeah um and those I I I tell this to my husband all the time I'm like I want a game where I can think a little bit but I also can laugh with my friends yeah um and uh he likes all sorts of games but one of the types of games he likes is like a game where you're sitting around a table for five hours and everyone is like serious and at the end they're like hmm we had a great time (laughs) (laughs) so funny Um, i'm like i love that for you but i want something where i can like goof a bit and then yeah. play the game but also like stay engaged enough but yeah quex of quedlinburg um <laughs> that's incredible yeah uh, and yeah. is there any did you already is there no did 
did you say there are ducks involved or is the quack the the fake no. scientist thing no i'm just imagining it's the yeah <laughs> no it you it makes sense that ducks should be involved in yeah. a game called quacks of quedlinburg but um nope we so, uh no no ducks uh, so if you hear that developers i got a note for you and maybe your <laughs> next version you release uh put some ducks in there put some ducks in. maybe make us the ducks who are creating po potions i don't know that's honestly what out. i thought it was um so uh first ducks. of all genius uh uh idea by us um and thank you for telling me <laughs> about the quacks of uh quedlinburg um so you were telling me that uh, you also you play mobile games. Is there um, mm -hmm. uh, if you look back at your at your like life, is there a system and maybe it's already the one you've mentioned that you remember most fondly? Interesting. Um, I think I uh, hmm. I guess most fondly is. It's hard because like right now I'm playing um, just a little bit now, but much more in 2020, 2021 um, Animal Crossing. Yes. Fan, big, mm -hmm. uh, and I love the Nintendo Switch. And I feel like that is, I don't know, a lifetime like my most fond because it's like uh, the controllers are easy to handle, but um, there's you can play all sorts of different games on them. Mm -hmm. I'm playing another zelda game too Ooh, um can i ask which one sure. um the it's the zelda clay what's the game link's awakening oh boy i am such a fan of that one that's great it's great and it has the um speaking of like fondness for um for old game systems it has a lot of elements of like oh this feels like um a Zelda game that's on uh, a Super Nintendo or this yeah. feels like a game that's like a little bit more advanced so it has all sorts of different stuff there um yes. i feel like my i didn't have a lot of systems after uh my Nintendo but mm -hmm. i did play like going to um i played other people's systems at their houses or in college um i loved uh <laughs> uh, uh rock rock band yes um, i don't know if that's a game system but that's that's uh, oh. the one that i always was like that's fun it's we we've had i think on our third episode ever matt apodaca came on to talk about guitar hero which was yeah i forgot how influential those games were and then of course kicked off the rock band series and uh, there was like mm -hmm. the beatles rock band at a certain point um and wouldn't you know it now sarah those like plastic guitars and those music sets are in high demand again because there's so <laughs> fewer of them than there used to be around they're like collector's items yeah they're probably not making them are they not making them anymore at all i don't think they make them at all there have been like spin-offs but I don't think there's like a manufacturer because like even for for old consoles, certain um, uh, companies will make like, oh, this is a controller you can use on your Super Nintendo, but it's mm -hmm. a brand new controller that they make. I don't think I've seen anyone even make like a guitar like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. If I was just going to say sitting on a gold mine. Yeah, absolutely. And now it's one of those <laughs> things where I'm like, dang, I, I would love to like rip open a guitar hero and play it for like an afternoon um mm -hmm. that would be so much fun but anyway you were saying you had played that in, uh, like rock band at least in college yeah um and yeah so i feel like <laughs> i don't have a system that i'm like super sure 
uh, nostalgic for, though, yeah, maybe it is Rock Band and maybe it is Guitar Hero. Only because that. that was so fun and doable. Yes. Because, yeah, I in uh, early on playing video games, I would play until a certain point, and then it'd be like just me and my sister were like, well, neither of us can get past this. <laughs> yeah. So I guess sorry robin hood prince of thieves um we only get to like <laughs> this level and then never complete it yeah uh that'll that's it i guess for for that game um yeah i i feel that um you've also um as we sort of you know reached the end of this portion of the show um i just wanted to give you a chance like is there a game that you would be uh remiss if you didn't mention from your history whether old or new that you wanted to bring up before we had to break Sure. I will say um, it is kind of related to Civ Five because I love Sims. Um, oh, yes. And I I think The Sims and um, uh, Animal Crossing are similar versions of, uh, of Civ, which is just like you're setting something up and you're waiting for things to happen, but you're also like you're making – it's a little bit of strategy. It's a little bit of waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Um, obviously, with Sims, you're not like attacking people and – those sorts of things. But yeah, like as a kid, my favorite part of like playing Barbies was like setting up the house. Yeah. And I would set it up. And then my sister would be like, let's play. And I'm like, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> that's it for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like um The Sims is is something I'm I'm still playing on on my mobile. Oh, that's cool. Is it the Sims 4 technically? Or is it just like I, do they have like a general app now? They, I, I'm doing Sims free play, so it's okay, like cool. it's a it's a fully free game. Um, oh. Though there is in college, I I had like the CD ROM of Sims, nice, and I would have to, uh, much like Civilization, and we'll get into that. But like I would have to hide the CD ROM from myself <laughs> because otherwise I would <laughs> I would play it for too long. Yes, um, I remember my one day in college, I was like playing Sims. And my roommate left to go to work and uh -huh. she came back 12 hours later and I was still playing. She's like, Sarah, you have you gone to the bathroom? And I'm like, <laughs> I swear, I like ate a lunch and, you know, I've, I've been doing stuff. But yeah, mostly I've been here playing Sims and I got to I uh, got to get my life under control. I I love that. Um, we That's like the game. I think The Sims in one form or another is the one that people more often, like I reached out to you and was like, what are some games you'd consider? You may have mentioned it there too, where that is probably the most mentioned game of all. Like everyone in their like smattering of few options throws that out there. Um, and I think, I think I've done two episodes on it. We can always repeat a topic or a game too, because it's of course the main event is really based on the guest experience and we've done mm -hmm. that but i think liz adams came on to discuss just the sims franchise as a whole and sort of her journey with that over the years um three years ago now and then uh, last uh last year nicole uh viella came on to talk about the first sims uh and playing that yeah. when like on on cd when she was a kid like at her dad's work and blah 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 so super popular and so i'm not surprised to hear about it again today but that's that's great um sarah thank you so much for sharing about just your general history with games uh today sure, I love it. uh that was really fun um and hey i mean i wouldn't have learned about the quacks of quembley is that it <laughs> quedlinburg quedlinburg the quacks of quedlinburg it's easy to remember 
yes, that is on me. Um, yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. again, thank you for sharing. Um, we're going to take uh, a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll get into all things uh, uh, about Sid Meier's Civilization Five. So I'll see you on the other side. See you there. Hello there. Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Oak. People call me the Pokemon Prof. There's been a breakthrough in Pokemon research. The scientists over at Super NPC Radio are hosting a new podcast series all about the original Pokemon games. That's right! Your favorite video game podcast network will be playing through Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow for the next Game Club series from April through June. You can hear your favorite youngsters, cue balls, and cool trainers discuss their journey through Kanto. What's that? Why, it's my grandson. What's his name again? Well, my name is Gary, but whoever is playing the game named me Butt. What gives, Gramps? (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. But, I mean, Gary, did you subscribe to their Patreon to follow along with their Pokemon journey? Yeah, but only because I know they'll need help from me along the way. Plus, I want to hear all their other content, like their discussion on Pokemon the first movie, see their Pokemon Stadium tournament on Twitch, and check out their Pokemon card collection from the 90s. Wow, all that and more on their network for just $10 a month? You sure are up to date on your studies, but... It's Gary! Whatever. Catch Super NPC Radio's journey through Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow by subscribing at the $10 DJ Toad tier at patreon.com slash supernpcradio to hear new Games Club episodes every Friday. Plus, you can play along too. Smell you later, listeners. Listeners, your very own Pokemon legend is about to unfold. A world of dreams and adventures with Pokemon awaits. Let's go. Welcome back to Call Me by Your Game, of course, here to discuss Sid Meier's Civilization V with Sarah Claspel. Sarah, welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Happy to talk about uh, the best, worst game of all time. Hey, uh, I'm glad you're here. This is going to be a lot of fun. Like I told you before the show, um, as we get uh, into this part, I'm going to just lay out some bare bones information about the show, do some table setting for the listener. But if you want to interject at any time or add something on feel free great all right without further ado here i go uh sid meyer's civilization 5 is a 4x video game and 4x is a certain type of strategy game it's like its own subgenre in the civilization series developed by firaxis games uh, this edition was released on Windows on September 21st, 2010. That was the initial launch. Uh, and on uh, Mac OS X on November 23rd of that year. And then eventually it came out on Linux in uh, on June 10th, 2014. So several years later. Uh, in Civilization V, the player leads a civilization from prehistoric times. Well, prehistoric uh does this start in like pre hit like prehistoric like dinosaurs there aren't any dinosaurs but yes. yeah you're starting as like a tribe um of gotcha people. yeah i heard i got so distracted by that word right there uh <laughs> i was like wait a second uh um anyway uh into the future on a procedurally generated map attempting to achieve one of a number of different victory conditions through research exploration diplomacy expansion economic development government and military conquest 
The game is based on an entirely new game engine, uh, this one, uh, with hexagonal tiles, kind of like, I mean, we were talking about Catan earlier. Um, it's It was honestly hard not to think of it when I was watching videos about this game because of the, oh, yeah. the tiles. Um, and uh, because previously they used square tiles, uh, many elements from this game and its expansion path packs have been uh removed or changed such as religion and espionage um and then some have been actually reintroduced in subsequent expansions uh the combat system has been overhauled by removing stacking of military units and enabling cities to defend themselves by firing directly on nearby enemies uh and there's more detail specifically about the game that i could get into but i'll lead us into some more um other information that's not game specific, uh, its first expansion pack, Civ V Gods and Kings, was released uh, on June 19th, 2012 in North America, and then June 22nd internationally, and it featured, it had some new features as well for that. A second expansion came out, um, on uh, which was announced on March 15th, 2013, Civilization V Brave New World. Um, and then eventually, you know, after this game was done, uh, no more expansions came out, it was succeeded by a new entry in the series, uh, which of course was, uh, you you guessed it, Civilization VI, <laughs> which came out in 2016. Um, uh, Sarah, when yeah. it comes to Civ V, um, are there any important bullet points you'd like to include or just like information about the game that would be helpful moving forward and to your personal time with it? Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, gosh, there's there's like both so much and so little. I'm not yeah. um, a, a perfect I felt reading. player at it. <laughs> yeah, though I do have I uh, I'm looking at my Steam account now and my play uh, the hours I've played Civilization Five on uh, this Steam account is 550 hours, which Incredible. is too much. Hey, um, or, or or just the right amount? Who's to say? <laughs> just the right amount. Usually in spurts of like 15 hours. Um, I'm kidding, not that, but honestly, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um. The thing, uh, yeah, I think Civilization Five is uh, it's so inter- the the different ways to victory is uh, is a really interesting thing because mm. you can you can be like a big warlord and just try to attack and kill everybody, or you can try to be diplomatic and try to make oh. friends with everybody, and uh, that's that's a harder way. It's a they're all kind of difficult in their own ways. There's one way which I still haven't fully understand is like the cultural victory and it's getting like lots of culture, but I, I kind of try and do a little bit of everything. Um, Interesting. I also want to f- follow it up with, um, you mentioned like after, you know, they stopped updating civilization, civilization five, um, civilization six came out and I got civ six and I do not like it. It's oh, wow. <laughs> It is, um, it is uh, beautiful, and the graphics are cool. But there's just certain things. It ends up getting a little too cluttered, hmm. um, looking just because I think they're like, oh, look at the we can we've expanded the graphics. They look beautiful, and then just as your cities develop more and more, it gets like, what is happening here? What's uh, what's going on? Sure. Um, there's like a uh, a religion that was added, and I don't entirely understand. I mean, I understand what religion is, but um, <laughs> in in you know theory, but uh, yeah, I was. What is interesting with Civilization is you can also you can play against the computer or you can play online versus like huh. people live, um, and it yeah, it's kind of like a um, uh, risk risk-esque game yeah. um and 
I was once playing online, I think, uh, no, it couldn't have been in 2020. Who knows? I was playing online with some people, Jake Regal included. And oh, some Jake. Others. I can't remember. Jake, great, great friend, great game, game guy. Um, but great game he guy. won. <laughs> great game guy. Um, his, uh, he won with a religious, I think by like converting all of our cities to his religion or <laughs> something. And I was like, I don't understand how to do this. I, and also I could see his like missionaries coming into my city and I was yes. like, I can't attack them. I don't understand how to kill these people. Is that a weird thing to want? Um, <laughs> I'm sure there are elements to that in Civ five. There is a religion you can expand and, and spread it, but I have not figured out uh, or really cared to figure out a way to like win via religion. Cause yeah. You know, it's, uh, it seems intense. Um, but yeah, Civilization VI, that one game uh, with Jake and others was like the final straw where I was like, I don't I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to Civ V where it's um, it's just easier to to hold on to. Totally. That makes sense. I, I think uh, oftentimes with a uh, new inclusion in a, in a game series or franchise, there are sometimes it's it's a vast improvement on a game or it's like oh this was a fully realized version of what i was playing before and then sometimes like i will wish like oh i really hope they'll make a new mario baseball game but Mm -hmm. i've seen i was talking literally to a friend of the show jeremy olson about this last night because he's a big fan of the soccer series and i was like do you what do you think about that game? And he's like, well, it was actually massively disappointing. And so I was like, yeah, I guess sometimes <laughs> uh, just a new game doesn't mean it's going to, uh, I guess, uh, you know, fulfill you the same way or be as good yeah. or or whatnot. So I'm sorry about and Civ 6. I'm furious, Connor, <laughs> and I'm glad you're sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is, a, it is a bit on um, me, and I did feel some ownership over it. Thank you. There is um, – uh, this was a f- – fun thing i realized years ago when i was like i don't i think someone posted about it this on tumblr which kind of mm. dates it to like i awesome. don't know really uh mid 2000s late uh, 2010s i don't know who, who whenever tumblr was big yeah um, i was huge on it on it all the time but someone posted something that made uh it made a lot of sense and i guess i had just not realized it but um, in Civilization, up until this point, I think they added um, an update that changed this. Maybe not. It doesn't matter. I'm going to just say it. But um, uh, there's a certain point, every uh, like every civil- civilization that uh, you play uh, or every civilization that you play against. Um, so it's like you start and there's, you know, you can choose different levels, um, very intense, very easy. Uh, but you're playing against like a number of other civilizations mm. that are, um, I play computer generated. I don't play online. So it's, you know, sometimes it'll be like, this is um, Sweden and this is um, uh, Montezuma. And this, you know, it's just all sorts of different uh different world leaders and different countries. Um, and they all start with a different level of aggression. Mm. Um, and at some point during, uh, as, as, uh, you reach a certain year, um, everyone's aggression levels go down, oh. uh, like 10 points or something. Yes. Um, uh, but, <laughs> but Gandhi is the leader of India 
and uh, in in the game and his level is at zero. So at the point where everyone goes down 10, he like goes to the top and gets like 90% aggressive, <laughs> um, which is something someone posted about on uh, Tumblr. And I was like, that's why, what happened? That's um, incredible. This guy is like so peaceful and so chill. And then at some point in like 1940s something, he's like, I'm furious. And yes. we're absolutely uh, going to duke it out. It's very funny. I I love that. Like I, you know, as I told you before the show, I've got some fun facts for you later about the game. That's not one that I included, but I also stumbled upon that and that mm. blew my mind. Uh, yeah, because I think <laughs> the value system, the way that that works is like his his uh, uh, aggression was so low. It was at like a two to like the two to zero to, on the excuse me, zero to 255 scale so that was the range of points that it was a, a glitch in the system where instead of just going to zero it rolled back to like wraps around 143 uh, or two or whatever it was uh so mm -hmm. extreme aggression yeah I, I saw somewhere he was like in the games gandhi would just go crazy with nukes at that point um which yes. is so funny uh but uh anyway um uh yeah, did you well, I guess I'm just going to ask you how you got discovered Civ 5 in the first place. Was this your entry point to the series? I think so. I mm. don't think I played Civilization before. Um and if I did, I can't remember. Um but I uh I think um I think this was through my uh husband, boyfriend at the time, Clay. Yeah. Um, who who loves games is a big game guy absolute angel as well board, great photographer just a, a great photographer hunk a true hunk a hunk of man <laughs> um uh but he i think it was one of those games he had on his computer okay um and there's um yeah there's like certain games that i he would be like oh you might enjoy this this is an interesting uh, one that's for you that's not yeah the intense first shooter where I'm immediately dead and then you know done playing yeah um so I think he introduced it to me but oh. I may have honestly I gosh I should have thought about this before it's all this good second. Um, <laughs> can't remember how I got introduced to it but it was it is a game that I will sit down and play and um just it is it is that classic like oh just one more turn actually yeah. you know three more turns and then i think i'm gonna get to a good place and then three turns happen and you're like oh but there's something else happening yes and then yeah six hours later i'm like i am i i haven't showered i haven't eaten <laughs> i'm angry at just my mostly myself yeah <laughs> I, uh oh. get it out to everybody yeah so it's civilization i do enjoy but i i need to like it is i was telling clay it's it feels the closest i've ever felt to an addiction to anything yeah Not like a super addictive type personality but um yeah i i will be up until like two in the morning playing this when yes i am when i know that i have to be somewhere at 7 30 and i'm oh like oh my goodness i'm I'm like, I, I'm mad. I'm like, I'm not even happy anymore. Oh, I just, can I just play three more turns and the, the stupid game Yeah, be done and then I'll, I'll keep going. So it's a very, that is why to me, it is the best yes. worst game of like, it's fun. I can't get enough of it, but then I truly um, can't get enough of it and need to need to hide it from myself if I could. 
Yes. Uh, you even talked about that earlier with the Sims. Uh, and I, I wanted to ask you about it before, but I didn't, I forgot at the time. <laughs> if you are going to like hide something from yourself, can you clue me into the methodology for this? Like in what, <laughs> how you go about that? It is, I mean, in college it was easier because it was a CD-ROM and I would okay. just put it in some random thing and then be like, God, where is the Sims? Um, but yeah, it, it's, I can't really hide it from myself because it's just a part of my <laughs> Steam account. Yeah. It is, <laughs> I don't play uh, games on my computer very often. Mm -hmm. So that is usually what it is of just like, just close, close Steam. And if I want to play a game going to, uh, the the switch or playing a game on my on my cam, uh, my phone or something. Yes. But then every now and then I yeah I'm looking at the games that I have. I've got some Jackbox games on here. I've got Civilization five and six, which is of course how many hours of play is six. Wow, I still played Civilization six for thirty one hours. That seems insane. Oh okay, um, took a took a took a chance on it. I guess I did. Yeah. Um. I've I've got Dream Daddy. Do you know Dream Daddy? I do know Dream Daddy. That's incredible yes. that you have that game. Big fan of Dream Daddy, but that's it. Those are the the games that I have. So I yes. Um. If I'm if I'm not hankering to play Dream Daddy, I <laughs> I can close out Steam and yes. not play it for like a couple months. And then every now and then I'll be like, it's it's a Friday afternoon and I've got nothing to do until Sunday. What am yep. I going to do? Ruin Just take my life a, with Civ. Take a new ride down Civ. That's fantastic. <laughs> when you play, in fact, um, will you are you always continuing a campaign? Will you start one fresh uh, for the fun of it? I'm curious. I usually start fresh, mm -hmm. um, though, if it is um, like to, to prepare for this uh, podcast, yes. I started this uh, uh, this campaign uh, a couple weeks ago um, and oh, wow. been playing it here and there. Not yeah. uh, we had uh, messaged about doing this podcast before I left for my honeymoon mm -hmm. and I was like, I'll take the computer on my honeymoon and I can play. And so I played this for a number of hours on, on a plane to Europe. So. Um, oh, incredible. Did that like, which I is love a good time to do it. I was curious about how that went. Um, Cause I love playing, of course, games to pass time on a plane. It It's like the closest outside of, I guess, sleep that you can feel to time traveling when you're flying, which is nice. Sometimes did you enjoy playing it on the road or even like literally on, on a plane? Yeah. Yeah, cool. it is a nice, um, uh, yeah, nice way to pass the time that isn't just like watching the movies they have on there. Yes. Reading a book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it's a nice, it's a different activity to sort of break up the, especially, you know, going to Europe. It's like that is, that's a lot of travel. Um, it's a lot of hours. Yeah. It also is nice that it, because at least for plane travel uh, with, or uh, I also played it on trains when I was there, yeah. but I, I didn't feel the... Uh, I was like, oh, I can play this for a little bit. And then there's just other stuff going around. There's snacks or, um, you know what? I'm mm. getting bored. Uh, I can't like adjust my seat. So like it uh, doing it during travel is nice because it gives me like, oh, I'm I'm going to play this for maybe an hour, uh, maybe a little bit more. But then I'm probably going to at least need to adjust. And so I'll stop playing it and I'll, yes. I'll do something else. Cool. Um I could venture to guess the answer or some of the, at least a version of the, an answer to this question, but 
um, either thinking back to when you maybe first got into the game or just from your recent history, if that's more helpful to draw upon, um, what about this game uh, like gets you? Like, what do you go back for? Um, interesting. I, I mean, there's the different aspects of it. There's, it is like a, uh, an, a pretty game to look at. Um, nice. Which I think is not the number one thing that you need, but I think it's definitely something that I need. If it's it was about just what's like, inside, <laughs> of course. It's inside, but <laughs> if it's all ones and zeros, I'm I'm out. Um, so it's like cool to to see, and it is. Um, I like the uh, kind of like what I said earlier. There's a little bit of choice. There's a little bit of strategy, but there's also a little bit of like random stuff. Um, yeah. I like exploring a world. Like mm. it, it, it kind of presses, it, it scratches that itch that I also love with like Animal Crossing mm. of uh, <laughs> going to a new island and checking out what's on there and what sorts of things they have, what sorts of resources, um, setting things up, um, I think is cool. But I, I do love um, like to expand really mm. quickly. I like to build as many cities as possible yes. um, early on so that I can... Um, I don't know, have like a little bit of uh, wiggle room to feel comfortable and be like, I feel like no one can. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm ahead a little bit for now. Yes. Before people start attacking me. Yeah. Um, and is do you think that uh, I mean, if, as far as as far as you can tell, it, it, you mentioned you do it for the wiggle room and the space, maybe before an attack comes. Is that so that you can set up a certain system or do you just like that breathing room before that uh, goes down? I think I like the breathing room. I I would like I prefer to do I love a game where there's almost no war. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um uh mostly I think just because I um uh when I'm not in a good position, as soon as I get like a city taken over, I'm like Ugh. Now I just want to restart, even though I know yeah. that's <laughs> probably not what I should do. I should see it out, but I'm yeah. like, Ugh. let's just <laughs> this sucks. Um, but I, I think I, I like the um, I like I think I like the achievements. Yeah, I love the science victories. Um, and I love being like, oh, I've got another cultural thing. Um, oh, I'm so close to like mm -hmm. getting a space station. Um, yeah, I think I love the just the little achievements along the way. That's cool. Little, little, little pieces of dopamine. Oh, I I totally know what that know what that's like. Uh, I just yeah, playing a game and having a little trophy pop up on your screen and telling you what you mm -hmm. did good. I'm like, I need this positive affirmation. Um, yeah. So I mean, that being the case, when you play this game, because I'm really intrigued about um, the just ability to in a, to a certain degree play it how you'd like go about mm -hmm. uh the game how you like you were talking about how jake with i think you said was it six <laughs> that you played that together or was it five as well i think so it was six yeah like how he like went five. about it with like the missionary and religion route but you could totally do it a different way i'm really intrigued by that um and my question for you is have you ever done a playthrough where you've gone like totally away from your comfort zone or tried something like uh that's felt a little wild or, or just different than you're used to Sure. There are some, uh, you can go through scenarios. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and yeah, every now and then I'll do a scenario or you can choose like a random world so yeah. that, um, it's got like, this one has a lot more islands. Oh, or, cool. Um, uh, and that's like interesting to navigate cause you haven't developed, uh, oh. 
sailing abilities and stuff. Um, I recently uh, was doing, trying a scenario and it was like, <laughs> it was the civil war. Hmm. And I think it automatically made me the South. And I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not. Uh, yeah. I don't need to so try a different scenario. Yeah. You're like, I can go ahead and just not put myself in those shoes. Uh, that, that'll be fine uh, for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> it was just such a weird thing of like, Oh, um, even yeah, just for the logistics of it, or, or even of just like okay, in history, in this war, these people won and these people lost. Let's play the opposite. And I was like, if we're gonna do that, can we do it like from like 600 AD or something? Yeah. Um, something that doesn't feel like too close, a little racist. Totally, <laughs> like, yeah. Would like like to not play that scenario. Yeah, that's 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 so funny. It's like. Kind of like how I am not, I mean, maybe this is a completely different thing, but I enjoy a first person style game or a first person shooter, but anything that's like too modern or too real feeling, like I just can't do like, I like a space shooter, like a halo. Cause even though there's like military and, and Marines and stuff, I'm like, I'm shooting aliens, not like other people. It's kind of like, if I'm going to go and do this, like you're talking about with your like almost reworking or reliving history i don't want it to be that close to home that's too real for me yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah and i think in some way like the uh when you can play against or you play as germany you're like no one the leader the, every leader of different civilizations is like one of their famous leaders and it's yes not hitler which is nice huh. um, <laughs> it's like kaiser wilhelm or someone i can't huh. remember um but it is like a uh i <laughs> It's nice that they saw that and they're like, no one's going to uh, want to lose to this. You know what? We don't even want to like, yes, we don't want to open that door. Yeah. Um, uh, though. Hey, maybe that that listener who commented uh, doesn't like the wokeness of uh, of this pod. Go for it. Uh, go play. <laughs> <laughs> that's play what, one of those they they wrote that review and then they sent uh the developers of this game a letter being like hey what the heck where's my guy adolf uh <laughs> uh gosh that's funny that's man this game just has so much that's in it I, I would like to ask you about the context of when you got into either when you got into this for the first time or any context of your life when you've played this game um, mm -hmm. uh, it may, and where I want to begin with that is, can you do a little scene painting for me? Um, and a, well, okay. Let me rewind us slightly. Uh, do you remember when you first got into this game, like where you were living and where you played this game or is it, is it the same place you're in now? Um, it is, um, I was living elsewhere, but, uh, it would be, uh, this is, um, my, my boyfriend at the time lived here and I lived in Culver city. But gotcha. it, the game was here, so I would okay. come here. He would be at work or something, and I'd be like, "I'm going to play Civ for just a yes. couple hours." <laughs> so that being that's helpful for me. That being the case, can you do a little scene painting? I know you're like sitting in the same home now, but of mm -hmm. of what the setup was like, and maybe even like describe the room to me a little bit. I'd like to get in your shoes a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, at the time, I was sitting over there on the opposite side of the room where Clay's desk setup is. Mm. Um, he, I can't remember if he had this desk set up at the time where he was trying out a standing desk, but we oh. didn't have a standing desk. So we had like a bunch of books in, <laughs> uh, 
in a in like a tub or something. Yeah. Um, in one of those like Rubbermaid things. Um, I can't remember if that was there yet. I feel like no, but it's uh, th- that was coming. That just yeah. put that in your mind. Had a nice big old computer chair that I think he got from his old work. Um, huh. that was falling apart. <laughs> um, and this was. Yeah, I was working at um, front desk at a salon. Oh, um, wow. Just uh, so my, so I was working like 15 to 20 hours a week mm-hmm. and then doing improv coaching and then just like acting auditions whenever yes. I could get them. So uh, lots, lots more free time on my hands. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, so yeah, it would be, and it would, um, uh, this would happen when, yeah, I was at Clay's house but he was not home. So he was at work and it would just be like, I don't know, um, uh, <laughs> me hanging out, being a loser, playing, <laughs> playing this game for many hours until he got back and was like, Hey, what are you, what have you been up to? And I probably try to make something up and pretend I haven't been playing this for like six hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was doing something else. And then I did this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I definitely got a lot of work done today. Um, yeah yeah for sure you're in this chair (laughs) uh that's that's wonderful would this do you i mean to the best of your knowledge would this have been when like cardinal redbird was on herald night was this already past those days i think this was yeah when uh, cardinal redbird because we got together in like 2013 i believe yeah which i think is right around when civilization five uh, let's see. Civilization five came out 2010. Yeah, so I think just an after. expansion though, looks like came out that mm-hmm. year. Yeah. So yeah, I was, um, uh, cause I moved to LA in 20 beginning of 2012. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, so yeah, this was probably 2012, 2013, right around, uh, the time my Herald team got together, Cardinal Redbird. um, Nothing much to do at that time. I yeah. was uh, not that I have tons to do now, but um, totally just a different time, though. <laughs> even less. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, mm-hmm. I I first started taking classes, and this is the patented part of the show where I make it about me. Um, you should, but and thank you for that affirmation. Uh, <laughs> I started taking class in September of twenty nineteen or twenty nineteen. Jeez, that's obviously <laughs> not true. Uh, twenty thirteen. <laughs> Um, when I, cause I moved here in June of 2013. So I'm coming up on that 10 years, which is, uh, oh, wow. uh, psychotic and frightening. Um, but I took class from Josh Simpson was my one one uh, teacher. And like, I've told so many people since then, like he was, I think just as perfect of like a one-on-one instructor as you could get. He loved it. He was excited. He was supportive. He was really fun. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so shout out to you, Josh, uh, out there somewhere. But, um, I remember, when that happened because i'm i'm a fan of the baseball team the cardinals so when you all got put together and chose your name i was like i gotta go see that team uh because <laughs> i think hansen's also a st louis kid it, or i'm not a st louis yeah. kid but he is yeah he i um I, yeah we got named because it was the name that we all hated the least uh, which is <laughs> the only way to name uh, any team i think yes um and it was like we um also we uh, what I loved, I mean, not to talk too much about improv, yeah, but, um, what I please. loved about <laughs> Cardinal Redbird was from the beginning, we were all down to get goofy yeah. and um, none of us was trying to be too cool. cool. Um, in as much as, you know, you, you 
possibly can try to not be too cool. We're all trying to be cool, of course, but um, <laughs> for, yeah, um, I re- my first Herald team uh, was called Monstro, which is a cool name and is like so awesome. And we spent we spent just hundreds of emails talking about what our intro song would be. And it's got to be the right song. It's got to have the right yes. vibe. Um, and that team, which I absolutely loved, was at the time not a good Herald team. Um, <laughs> but we were trying so hard for other things. And now, you know, we're all uh, uh, we're all extremely good improvisers now. Yeah. Um, but um, Cardinal Redbird, we were like, yeah, we'll be called Cardinal Redbird, which is you know, kind of just reiterating itself. Yes. And also, <laughs> um, for our first year, we did a sound and movement opening. Yes. Um, which is so goofy and so like weird. Um, and we got the the silliest group uh, or silliest initiation ideas out of it. Um, but I think it also built our team into just like fully goofy. Um, our, what we, when we do improv now, we do mostly group games because we, uh, love each other's improv and we can't wait to get in. And I think that like built it, but, um, really to just take this over and make it an improv podcast, but, um, oh, it it's uh, almost every other episode. Their listeners are pretty used to the (laughs) prov talk here. So they, so no worries at all. Oh yeah, I have a um it's I I haven't mentioned it but um me and Beth Appel on my team have a uh, a podcast called Everything is Rent that is just about the musical Rent. Yes, and that's right. I didn't, I didn't mention it because we haven't updated it in years because you know we went through every song and we're like, okay, well it's done. But um <laughs> there is <laughs> uh most episodes we get to a segment, we stumble upon the segment that uh, we've ended up calling. And now it's time for 2010's improv talk. Um, <laughs> where we just talk about Harold teams that we were on and um improv because most a lot of our guests are improv folks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's I love that you did that. And I can't believe I had like forgotten about that podcast because the 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 name <laughs> is huge and yeah, any rent fans. Or just uh, if you've listened today and you're like, Sarah's cool, go listen to that show. I'll put a link in the show notes too um, because I'm sure it's still out there on Apple or somewhere. Uh, Oh, yeah. um, Is there anything else from for you, Sarah, either when it comes to Civ, uh, you know, when it comes to you playing the game or context from that time in your life uh, that you want to share while we're still here today? Um, Gosh, I don't think so i mean i think uh, um it's talking about this has made me want to try different scenarios oh. a little bit more i'm like what am i doing for the rest of the day do i have six hours ahead of me where i could play um maybe maybe <laughs> not but um, just trying the different uh scenarios is fun has has inspired me yeah um yeah i think from that time just it's interesting because yeah to me civilization is a game that because i started playing it when i didn't have a lot of time to me it is well this is a game that you takes hours (laughs) that you dedicate yourself to it is also very dangerously a game that you can like watch a tv show that you like kind of care about Uh but not too much while you're also you you can you can waste time um, so efficiently uh, <laughs> with this game, waste time playing the game, waste time watching a TV show that's dumb. Um, I'm watching Vanderpump Rules right now, nice. uh, old episodes of it, and um, oh man, I am just absolutely wasting 
so much valuable time doing, uh, filling my brain with garbage. Um, and it's, so this is a perfect game for that. If you're looking for, um, just, a kind of a way to like do some clicks, do a little bit of strategy, but yeah. not, um, you can do as much strategy as you like, which I think is cool. Nice. Um, well, Hey, again, I know we've got a couple segments to do before we go, but thank you so much for bringing on Civ five to share and talking about your experience with it. This was a blast. Yeah. Thanks for chatting with me about it. Um, it's so fun to, I've never talked this in depth with anyone about civilization five and now I'm on a roll. Look at you. Love it. I can't hardly get you to <laughs> stop talking. Um, I'm okay, kidding. Connor, I'm going to give you a call after this pod is done. Got more That's to fair. say. I did. Um, I guess I opened Pandora's box. Um, yeah, that's I was like really unsure about the use of that phrase. And I think it was correct. Um, uh, well, uh, Sarah, thank you. Um, I'll lead us into a couple of post show segments for us today. The first right. of which is, of course, the fact me by your game segment. And this is where I just share fun facts about the game with my guest today. Um, so both of these are um, I found these facts from a, a video uh, that Rooster Teeth did about uh, Civ Five. Um, I think like right as it uh, about the Civ franchise actually when it came out. So um, these aren't uh, Civ Five. Well, one is Civ Five specific, but I'll, I'll just get into it. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, the first fact I have I've titled it Civilization Five Day. Now I guess <laughs> on the release of Civ Five on September twenty first, twenty ten, the government of the state of Maryland. Um, de uh, declared that day Sid Meier's Civilization Five Day. Uh, so there's a whole holiday wow. uh, celebrating this game that you love so much. Huge. Um, it um, was. Sorry, go ahead. What do they do to celebrate? Uh, that's something I found no information on because I was like, well, what did they do? <laughs> I think it was truly just a more of a a gesture. Um, but. One thing I did want to add to the end of this fact was Maryland is the is the home of this is where um the uh the developer uh is uh is it's based in Maryland but also another publisher Bethesda who makes like Skyrim Fallout if you've heard of those um they're also in Maryland so just uh, I just thought that was kind of interesting that there's I wouldn't have guessed that there's multiple huge video game publishers in the state of Maryland um yeah but uh. That's that's Civ Five Day. the The second fact I have for you um, is is Civ board game. Did you know that there is a Civilization board game unrelated to the the video game series? I have it. In you do collection, yeah. <laughs> oh, I should have known because you're a board game person. I truly, I had forgotten, but um, uh, as I, I as you heard earlier, I asked Clay. Uh, um, about uh, to clarify something yes. we were talking about board games and he like pointed out the board game oh. on our shelf i can't remember the last time we played but um Ooh. maybe today's the day hey it might be we're getting a <laughs> oh clay's uh looking over at me and he's like sarah you hated the board game <laughs> so i guess we will not play it play quacks Do yes oh please yes. play quacks uh oh my gosh well so i got some fun information about this board game because it's this is real it was really interesting to me so um before the series um was created you know by sid meyer um the uh the there was a board game of the same name that debuted in 1980 and it's often cited oh. as a great influence on the game despite 
uh, Meyer claiming that his inspiration didn't come from the game, but it came uh, from SimCity and Risk. I know you're a Sims fan. Did you ever get into SimCity at all? Oh, yeah, definitely yeah? played some SimCity. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know about this other board game. That yeah, and it gets it gets even more interesting. So eventually, to avoid a potential lawsuit, the board game was indeed licensed by the developer uh, at the time named Micropros. Um, so to avoid, you know, potentially getting a lawsuit, they're like, let's just license it out to be safe. Um, and then, uh, the, but this comes full circle in that eventually the video game, well, a, the board game, the original one, not related to the series was adapted into its own two video games. One called Ing, uh, Incanabula if I'm pronouncing that right, and <laughs> a game called Advanced Civilization. Uh, huh. And then it really comes full circle when years later, Sid Meier's Civilization was adapted into two board games and a card game. So now I'm curious, like, I'm wondering if you've got the Sid Meier Civilization board game or the board game, <laughs> this is insane, <laughs> Civilization that was yeah. made into the video game. I think... Well, I think it's the Sid Mike because it's called Civilization A New Dawn. Okay, gotcha. Um, and it looks like it has the same font, but cool. um, I will check and I'll let you know. Worth investigating, but uh, I thought That's that was funny. so strange and so funny. Um, yeah. Almost like a snake eating its own tail fact there. Um but uh, that's it for the game recommend uh, the, the game uh, <laughs> facts. Now I'll lead us into the game recommendations. And um, Sarah, this is my this segment is my one forced tie into the movie "Call Me by Your Name," um, where I am going to treat uh, Civ Five as your passionate summer Italian fling. That eventually, right. you know, it's not it's it's as amazing as it is. It's not going to work out, and you're going to need a new fling in your life. So yeah. These recommendations will all have something in common with Civ 5, a little familiarity that I hope goes a long way. So without further ado, here they are. Um, the first recommendation is if you want to keep the same, very similar gameplay, um, but you want a futuristic change in setting and you want to get into the battles a little more, I recommend a game called Age of Wonders Planetfall. And this is one that takes place in space. Oh, yes, that sounds interesting. It it looks pretty interesting. Um, it's apparently its own series, too. And this is the latest one in, in the series, um, Planetfall. Um, so and, you know, when once civilization kicked off uh, the, the game, Sid Meier's Civilization, it sparred a bunch of similar ones. This being one of them. Um, the next recommendation I have for you is if all you really want is to be a modern city building god. You don't want any of the conquering, any of this, the actual Civ stuff in there. I'll recommend you know to you a I game like. uh, called Cities Skylines. It's very much like a Sim City, uh, um, oh. like a spiritual successor. Have you heard of this one at all? No, I haven't at all. City Skylines. This seems awesome. Yeah, this does feel like a very. Um, I played uh, Sim City long long ago that was yeah. um yeah maybe the beginning of my um <laughs> foray into setting things up um yes. I, after after setting up barbie houses and then walking of course yes the, the skylines this looks great it, it so scott feed who i i'm i'm assuming you know from the improv community scott brought this on oh, like yes. 
two years ago to talk about. And it seemed it was one of those things where I was like, I think this would be amazing. I can't let myself get sucked into it. So it might be perfect for you. Um, uh, if you need a break from, if you want to play a game like Civ, but you need a break from Civ. Um, yeah. And then lastly, my final recommendation for you is Sarah is if all you care about in Civ is you just love the historical figures, but you're tired of the <laughs> quarreling and you just want to watch them date. I'll recommend to you a game called bad Cupid, which is, a a simulated dating experience where you get to watch uh, characters that are AI generated slash historical figures uh, date each other. Ooh. So if uh, you want to watch, uh, I don't even know where you play it because I tried looking it up and it was it was really popular in like 2018, 2019. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it also, you know, you telling me you played Dr- uh, Dream Daddy. I'm like, Dream Daddy. There's some stuff in common this- here. Yeah, this seems right up my alley. Yes, um, except I, I don't think you are doing the dating and finding your ideal historical figure. I think it's more like you're sort of just watching them have their dates and you might have some interaction, but it's pretty <laughs> minimal. <laughs> Great. So it's just um, it's a movie um, where sort of, yeah, <laughs> I get to be like, OK, now we'll go to a restaurant. Yeah, kind of like a like a graphic novel game or like a a. I don't know what I'm trying to think of, but yes. So, so I'll go ahead and recap your recommendations today. We have <laughs> Age of Wonders, Planet Fall, City Skylines, and Bad Cupid. Uh, that will bring us to the end of the recommendations, and that will actually bring us to the end of the show. So uh, before we go and do our plugs today, again, thank you so much for bringing on Civ 5 and joining me for the episode today. This was so much fun. Yeah, this was a great time. Thanks for having me, Connor. Thanks for listening to me ramble on about um, this game that uh, is is an unhealthy addiction for me and that uh, makes me as happy as it does make me sad and frustrated. Hey, anytime. It's uh, kind of signed up for the job interviewing people about games from their life, so I was more than happy to do it. Um, on the way out, though, what would you like to plug? Do you have any uh, shows or classes that you want people to know about that we could put in the show notes? Sure. Um, uh, as I said, yeah, I, I teach at uh, the Upper Citizens Brigade and also the World's Greatest Improv School. Um, I'm teaching uh, both in person and online uh, improv classes. And um, I'm doing uh, shows with um, uh, Voltron AF um, at UCB. And I'm doing shows uh, on Fridays uh, with uh, the World's Greatest Improv School. Uh, I do a show with Will Hines and Jim Woods called The Bozos. Mm. Um, it, we do other shows, but our team is called The Bozos. <laughs> and um, we have guests sometimes. It's a good time. And then Cardinal Redbird, just uh, wherever you can find us around, we have periodic shows. Um, and yeah, that's, that's me. And then check out a, an old podcast that is not coming out with new episodes. Everything is rent (laughs) about the musical rent killer. Um, well, thank you. I'll be sure to, uh, put all of that in the show notes so people can just click a link to either come see a show, take a class or listen to a podcast. Um, but, uh, without further ado, I'll go ahead and close us out with some plugs of my own. Uh, the cover art for call me by your game is done by Glenn J. Glenn's a great artist. You can find him on Instagram at Glenn with two N's dot J A Y to see the other wonderful, cool stuff that he does over there. This show is produced by the great Jeremy Schmidt. You can give a little bit of a tip of the hat to him and say thank you by checking out his podcast. 
video games a comedy show uh also which is also part of our network here at super npc radio uh i'm on social media at connor underscore mccabe you can also follow me on twitch where i stream video games uh been a little inconsistent the last couple weeks but i will continue playing pokemon stadium for the nintendo 64 at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69 um and then lastly uh if you like again you like me you like uh, the network of shows we have here and you want more check us out at patreon.com slash super npc radio again i'm always pitching people the ten dollar dj toad tier that's where i think 95 percent of our subscribers uh subscribe at because you get three bonus podcasts a week you get a bonus big tuesday episode that's a rotating uh podcast mine once a month is the call me by your game co-op series where i talk to a group of people about a game we just did an episode on ori in the blind forest uh coming up next month jeremy schmidt is going to be doing an episode guest hosting for me about dark souls and then coming up for june I'll be doing an episode on Death Store with Oscar Montoya and Courtney Benes. Um, but yeah, ton of great stuff over there, including our weekly Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow Games Club. If you like me, you're going to like what you find over there. But that'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one. <laughs>